Today we are talking about the hopeful man. The hopeful man. And when it comes to the idea of hope, uh, I feel like us as men, we often brush off the idea of uh, hope being a masculine quality. And I want to first kind of really get into that. And that starting off with the idea of humbling yourself when it comes to the idea of hope. Not a single man in the world knows everything. Not a single man in the world knows everything. And while it is pretty obvious that no one knows everything, each man needs to be reminded of that simple fact. You do not know everything. Specifically, you do not know the future either. Let that sink in and remind us for a second that not one of us, not one single person, knows the future. And we as men often have a knack for assuming things. From people to consequences to the future, we often put ourselves as realists. And with our realism, it's easy to inadvertently crush hopes within us and for others. Think for a moment. Think of a time maybe when a young person started talking about their aspirations and their ideas of the future while you were around. I remember especially when I was a youth pastor of this happening all the time. And maybe there's someone that talked about something along the lines of wanting to go pro in the NFL. Ever have a young person talk about that around you? Or maybe someone saying that they want to become a famous rapper. Uh, there's all these ideas that we hear from young people and no matter what their specific dream was, what was your inward or verbal reaction to them? Like most men, you probably in so many words told them that their dreams were unrealistic and they should think more about achievable goals. In short, you crushed their dreams. <laughs> and being a dream crusher firsthand, I have seen these same kind of young people walk into the dreams I didn't believe in. I, there's, I saw firsthand of the simple fact that I was wrong and that I truly didn't know the future. The dreams that I thought that they, uh, were unrealistic ended up being real for some of these young people. And don't get me wrong, at, we as men should be guides and offer wise advice. But sometimes we neglect the sheer beauty of hope. And at the end of the day, we do not know the future, and we don't know what that person could achieve. All of us can be creative enough to give a guidance in realism without crushing hope in the process. Remember, it's not always what you say, but how you say it. The overall point that I'm trying to make and explain is that it's simple, the simple fact that we should humble ourselves in accepting the fact that we don't know everything. So when the opportunity to believe and hope arises, we don't have to reject it because we think that we are too smart to believe it. Y'all feel what I'm saying? And so that leads me to the next point. Now that we understand that, that hope is real and that we do not, we're not called to be dream crushers, that we can be creative enough to encourage somebody in their dreams rather than just straight out crush them because of our realism let's let's talk for a moment about ourselves and that is believing the best the best day of your life could be tomorrow the best day of your life could be tomorrow it takes humility to admit that you don't know something 
and the thought of tomorrow being the best day of your life seems hard to believe. But why is that? Why is it so hard to believe? If we now understand that we truly don't know the future, why do we assume that our day tomorrow won't be the best? I don't know who exactly needs to hear this, but for once in your life, choose to believe that your life is meaningful and that God wants to bless you. For once in your life, choose to believe that your life is meaningful and that God wants to bless you. It took me a long time to believe that God wanted to actually bless me. I felt really pessimistic and undeserving of that simple idea. I could believe it for other people, but not for myself. But in understanding what love is, I have learned that love is more than just a feeling, and it's way more than a way that you think of someone. It is seen and shown through actions, through words, through displays. What I'm saying is love is perpetual. It's not just a one-time thing. And it's not just a one, I love you, but a perpetual showing of I love you. So when God fills the Bible with all of these confirming words and affirmations of His love for you, it should lead you to believe and accept the fact that He wants good for you and not destruction. With all of that being said, it should compel us to accept a new ideology of hope. We should choose to believe in God's potential for goodness in our lives and believe the possibility that tomorrow could really be the best day of your life. Now, I want to close on this idea. We talked about humbling ourselves and the simple fact that we don't know everything. We talked about believing the best for your own life. Allowing yourself to hope that the best day of your life could be tomorrow. And now I want to talk about shining a light. It is an incredible strength to give hope to the hopeless. Think about that for a moment. I mean, that's one of the attributes of God, isn't it? That He, he gives hope to the hopeless. We as men have a duty to guide, go, uh, guide, govern, and guard. Guide, govern, and guard. And with that mission, we often only look at the tangible things in which we can do that. We think about financial security. We think about physically protecting. We think about putting up four walls, putting rules. We think about tangible things. We think of what we can physically do in order to fulfill our role as a man. But we often neglect our, our simple ability to inspire and protect people's hopes. We neglect these intangible qualities of a man. And a light can be so easily snuffed out. A light in somebody can be so easily snuffed out. Whether it's dreams, desires, or hopes, the world is already really good at extinguishing those lights. This world will crush dreams all on its own. So why not choose to fight for someone's hopes instead? Be the one person in their corner reminding them that anything could happen and that they don't know the future. Inspire others that tomorrow could be the very best day of their lives. You can be the one person shining a light in a very dark situation for somebody. And what if your encouragement is the only thing that keeps their hope alive long enough to see it come to pass? I'm reminded of a day that I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit nearly everything I was doing. 
In fact, multiple times I wanted to quit like this. My hopes felt extinguished and my motivation felt dead. And I felt like I had failed and that I might as well call it in. And it was only because my dad chose to be hopeful for me and hopeful for me that I stayed in the race. Only because he chose to shine that light that I'm talking about of possibility and remind me that I didn't know tomorrow. And that I, it's only because of that kind of hope and inspiration that I chose not to give up. And now as I look back, I'm so grateful that I stayed in it. I, I feel so fulfilled and I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be. And I would not have been in the place that I am now if, if uh, I, would have, I would have been lost if it wasn't for him shining that light of hope in me when I needed it. In the same way, I'm simply saying be a light beacon of hope for someone else. Be the encourager and God's reminder for them, especially in this kind of world that we live in. Now, it reminds me of the ultimate hope that we have in Jesus. You know, every single situation that we go through that's difficult, we often look around us and we either look for the people that are close to us or we look around and see how lonely we are. And I feel like God is always that that silent person in the room. Jesus is always that silent person in the room wanting to encourage us. You You can almost feel it in the darkness, this this sense of hope that is whispering. And I believe that his salvation is the most hopeful thing all of creation has ever seen. And if you're on this call today, you're listening to this, and you have not yet made a decision to trust in that hope, you've heard that whisper in your heart, you've heard that whisper in, uh, throughout your life, but you've never really made a decision to answer it, to believe it. And you want to do that today. The Bible says in the book of Romans that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is who he says he is, that surely you shall be saved. And what it's saying is if you have an authentic heart with a, and have a conversation with Jesus yourself, that that's all it takes to start that kind of relationship, to ignite that hope in your life. So if you want to do that, you don't need me to lead you through a pretty prayer. You can just talk to him yourself. And I encourage you to not let another day go by without having that kind of conversation. That being said, let's pray. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this group of men. And I pray that you solidify this word into each of our hearts and that you inspire hope and give us courage and boldness to choose hope. I thank you for these men. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.